Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I am so grateful you're here. I think I say that every single week, but I genuinely mean it. Today's topic is one that is definitely a bit heavier. It's been something that I've thought a lot about in regards to encouragement and a perspective that I've wanted to share with you, especially if any of you are walking through a really hard season right now. I think deep down, we're all so desperate for encouragement. We're all so desperate for someone to cheer us on or remind us of what's true because whether you're actively walking through a hard season or not, we need to be filled with that encouragement so we can continue to press on, whether it be a good season, a hard season, a great day, a boring day, whatever it is you're facing. I recently walked through a hard season of my own, and the content that I share today is some thoughts that I wrote down as I was walking through that hard season. I remember that when I was in it, I desperately wanted to know why it was all happening and I desperately wanted to get through it and have it be over. And while I knew that there was an end in sight, I didn't know exactly what that day would be. The season that I'm in now, I'm still kind of in that difficulty a little bit, but it's not as heavy as it was a few months ago. And I was looking at the notes that I had written down and I was like, you know what? I think that I should create an episode with these thoughts and sharing this perspective because that day that I wrote these ideas down and and wrote down kind of the why before I really had a true why and I still don't. I'm through the hard part of that season, but I still don't know exactly why it happened the way that it did. And looking at these notes and thinking about how I felt in the moment when I wrote them, I did not feel grateful at all for what I was going through. It was really hard. And prayers that I were praying had not been answered the way I hoped that they would be. And I remember thinking, I can't just suffer through this. I can't just let the difficulty of what I'm facing take me out or change me into a person that I know I don't want to be. I would say that a lot of people in my life would characterize me as a joyful, positive, energetic, outgoing person. And so I look at my experiences that I go through and I think, yeah, some of those traits can ebb and flow. You know, certain seasons of life, I might have more energy. I might feel more outgoing, but I always want to be characterized as someone that can find the good and see the joy and experience some element of thriving in my life. Maybe it's not in the direct relation to whatever is hard, but maybe my marriage is really thriving or my friendships are thriving or my health is thriving or my my energy is thriving. You know, there's a lot of different things that can thrive in the midst of a season still being really difficult. So when I was 
jotting these thoughts down several months ago, I thought about I'm doing this because I want to feel grateful. If I have the perspective of either seeing the good, knowing how God's working, having a glimpse, a little bit of a perspective into the bigger picture of maybe what's going on here, I can at some point feel grateful in the midst of what's hard or in the midst of even suffering to say there's purpose in this pain. For most of us, we want that question answered of why? Why is this happening? Why do I have to go through this? Why did this loved one die? Why do I have this diagnosis? Why was I hit with this punch in the gut circumstance, either in my relationships, my marriage, my finances, my house, my kids, whatever's going on, we want to know exactly why this is happening. And a lot of times, most of the time, we don't get that when we're in the season or when the season starts. We usually get a glimpse of it after we've walked through it or maybe when we're going through it. So what's challenging about that is we want to know desperately why it happened. And here's my philosophy as to why we're so instinctively passionate, I guess, about figuring out why it's happening. And my perspective is it's because we want to know that the suffering, the hard thing, the crap that we're walking through isn't for nothing. And I remember realizing this a couple years ago of thinking, all we want is to know that what we're going through has meaning or has purpose, that there's actually actively good happening in the midst of something that's so awful or that there is good and better for us on the other side of what our tragedy is. That's what we want. We just want to know that our suffering or our our difficulty isn't for nothing, that it's that it's this perspective of thinking, I don't want to just go through these awful emotions and feel like garbage or feel overwhelmed or feel sad all the time or feel sick or feel like I'm grieving for no reason. And so that's why we cling to why is this happening, God? Why is this going on in my life? Why haven't you answered these prayers? And all of those questions are so valid. And I strongly encourage you to keep asking God those questions if you're in a season and you don't know why the hard thing in your life is happening to you. But what I do know for certain is that when I take the time to reflect on the hard situation, not through the lens of why is God allowing this to happen, but instead looking at it as how is this changing me? And what is the refinement and that literal, what it feels like refinement by fire at times? How is it changing who I'm becoming for the better? And as I've taken time to reflect on some of those seasons that I've gone through, I have realized that, you know what, even if I don't know the why behind every single situation I was in, I am grateful for the hard things I've walked through. because. It's in those hard seasons that my character and who I am at my absolute core is developed. Money can't buy character. People cannot gift you character. And good situations, good seasons of life usually don't develop on that deeply rooted level your character. It's in the pain where who we are is both revealed and actively taking shape. 
And if we allow it, I wholeheartedly believe this because I've lived this, that if we allow it, even in the hardest seasons, we can thrive instead of just survive. Because if we can shift our perspective from why is this thing happening to me and instead think, how could this be happening for me to shape who I'm becoming, to make me more of who God has designed me to be or more of who I want to be, that it can put purpose into why we're walking through something difficult, or it can at least put purpose into reminding ourselves that it's not for nothing. Because I know for myself, if I am able to see any ounce or glimmer or glimpse of value in something that sucks, that I have to walk through, it makes it a little bit easier. It makes it a little bit easier day by day to see, okay, how am I growing? How is this deepening my character? How is this changing my perspective on God, on people, on life, on myself, on my possessions, on my finances, on my marriage, on my relationships for the better? How is it shaping me in a way that only this hard thing could do? Because I've walked through really incredible, abundant, life-giving seasons that I'm so grateful for that have been impactful in a lot of ways. But I can tell you that the spaces in my life where I have actually felt growth and felt grit and felt the roots of who I am from my faith to my personality to my perspective, that that deeply rooted growth has come predominantly from the hard things I've walked through. And knowing that gives me encouragement when I'm in another hard season because I realize that, okay, this is where the actual root of who I am, the actual core of who I am is being refined. And situation after situation, that's when your character starts to evolve. But acknowledging that the growth in my life has come through hard seasons has given me purpose to that pain. It doesn't necessarily take away the pain. And and by no means is this podcast episode at all meant to diminish the difficulty of your season. It's instead to remind you that the pain you're facing isn't for nothing. And that the pain that you're going through, if you're allowing it to reshape who you are, and refine aspects of your character, your personality, your perspective, your faith for the better, that there's a value in that. That if that is all you get out of what you're walking through, that's purpose. It makes it meaningful. Because we all know the people that we admire in our life, right? I have two women in my life that are older than me, and I admire and respect both of them immensely. And part of the reason why I do is because they have faith that is absolutely incredible and challenges the core of my faith and what it means to me and how I view God and how I trust God. These two women trust God more than I have ever witnessed anyone in my immediate life trust God. And it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. On top of that, though, they also have a love for people and a love for God and a passion and an enthusiasm for life and an energy that I want more of. I want to see the good of life as abundantly as they see it. I want to have joy that makes me so excited to wake up early in the morning like they do. 
But today, while I know I have joy and while I know I love my life and while I know I trust God, I'm only at the beginning when it comes to comparing where they are and where I want to be. And when I really think about it, both of those women have gone through really hard things throughout their life. But in those hard things, they allowed their character, their faith, their perspective on life, their love for people, their love for life to become even more passionate, to become even more foundational to who they are and how they live. And it was circumstance after circumstance after circumstance to reiterate, reestablish, build the foundation brick by brick by brick in their life for them to be where they are today saying, this is who I am because this has been proven decade after decade in the history of my life that I have allowed what's hard to be used for me and not against me. And so I look at those women in my life of who I admire and I say, okay, Renee, if you want to be like them, when life gets hard, you trust God more, you find what's good, you seek after joy, and you do everything you can with the power of Christ within you to thrive. So it's that example of saying it's possible to grow through what's wildly difficult. And difficulty is relative. What's difficult for me may not at all be difficult for you based on what you've already had to live through in life. And vice versa, what's difficult for you may not be difficult for me because of what I've lived through. So we can't compare our circumstances of, well, they're going through that and that's much harder than what I'm going through. If it's hard for you, it's hard for you. Allow yourself to grow from it. Allow yourself to be refined in the best way possible throughout the season. And it doesn't mean you don't feel what you're feeling. It doesn't mean you don't allow yourself to cry every day if that's what you need to do. It doesn't mean that you don't have conversations of lament with those that you trust and that love you in your life. I believe that the power, I wholeheartedly believe this, that the power of the growth and the value and the intensity of the character that's created comes out of a very honest place of emotion. In order to know where you're going, you have to know where you are. So if you view the situation you're in that's wildly difficult through the perspective that Okay, I have to grow through this. I have to be strong. That means that I can't break down. It means I can't appear weak. It means that I can't cry. It means that I can't lament. I don't think you're going to experience much growth, to be honest, because suppressing your emotions of how you actually feel, it's just a Band-Aid fix. If this experience in your life has created a crack in the foundation of your outlook, your perspective, your health, your finances, whatever it is, You can't just put a Band-Aid over that crack and expect that the foundation isn't going to collapse at some point. It's doing the work so that the Band-Aid fix isn't a Band-Aid fix at all. And it's instead something that is, it's the gold in the midst of the crack. It's, It's the whole philosophy that, you know, when a piece of china or a vase is broken, that if it's welded back together with gold along the cracks, it's stronger than it was before. So in order to really experience the growth that we're all wanting, I believe it means that we are very honest about how we feel and why we feel the way we do. Because when I'm walking through hard things, if I don't allow myself to emote and cry and talk to people that I know are going to be there with me and really process my emotions and journal and write and grieve the way I need to grieve in healthy ways, then I haven't gone through the catharsis I have to in order to have my eyes be open to what could maybe be going on here. 
Because if you don't allow yourself to emote and and lament the ways that you need to or grieve the ways that you need to, it's always going to be kind of like this cloud and this fog that's preventing you from seeing anything that could be going on because your mind is is focused on keeping it all together. Just don't cry. Just don't feel upset. Just don't feel like what's happening is unfair. But if you live in that state of all these minor fixes for something that's really heavy and likely going to come out at some point, then that fog will never clear. That perspective, the catharsis will never happen. So you're never going to actually feel the refreshment that comes from lamenting, from crying, from allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. And I know I've said that on this podcast before, that these episodes and these topics that I share, it's not to say, hey, don't ever feel the feelings that you feel if you think that what you're going through really sucks, is unfair, and you hate it. If you think all those things, you get to feel that way and you get to talk to God about it. But there's ways to do it in a healthy way and ways to do it in an unhealthy way. And we as individuals know what those types of grieving and lamenting are versus aren't. I say that as the caveat that to see a glimpse into the purpose and to see a glimpse into the growth that is happening within you and that's continually ahead of you, it comes through being honest about how you feel and why you feel the way that you do. Because when you allow yourself to feel those feelings, it gives you refreshment, it gives you freedom, and it releases that burden of, you know what, I don't have to have it all together. And I'm going to figure out where God is in this and realize that it's in the hard seasons that who I am is developed at its deepest. And there's meaning in that. It's a perspective that won't necessarily take our pain away and it won't necessarily change our circumstance, but it fills us with a fight to keep going and not tap out, not start living our life checked out with the perspective that, well, hard things are always going to happen. I'm just going to wait for the next one. We all know people who have that mentality or thinking the victim mentality. That's real. Why would this happen to me? It didn't happen to so-and-so. Why do I have to go through this? We can all start to have those narratives of the poor me victim mentality. And and the victim mentality is wildly different than grieving. I'm just going to make that very clear. That walking around believing that life is unfair and this is just what is to be expected now, that does a whole host of damage on yourself, on your mentality on your relationship with God, on relationship with people in your life. Grieving, saying, this circumstance is so painful. Why are you allowing it to happen to me, God? That's a conversation with someone who can actually give you the answers or at least shift your perspective to see more of him in what you're going through. Tears lead to refreshment and can lead to that freedom and the catharsis that we need to keep moving forward each day. And that's why that is beautiful But feeling like a victim, it just takes from you. It feels good sometimes, but it's not doing you any favors. And so it's being honest in what that process looks like and knowing that even if your pain, even if your circumstance doesn't change, you are changing through it. But we get a choice. We get to decide. We're going to change either way. You will not stay the same when you go through hard things. I guarantee you that. You will not be the same person. You will not have the same perspective. You will not have the same energy. You will not have the same passion for life. You will not have the same joy and you will not have the same faith. 
It will be different. You will be different. Every time we go through something hard, it changes us. But we each get to decide. You get to decide whether it's going to change you for the better or whether it's going to change you for the worse. And in that choosing, if you aren't intentional in putting the effort forward to realize this painful season in my life is going to be used for me, not against me, having that outlook sets the intention and the passion within you to continue moving towards the direction of who you want to be and who God has created you to be. Apathetically checking out and saying, I know I'm going to change, but I'm just who I am and where I'm at and this is my life now and it's not going to change or I don't know how it's ever going to change, that'll change you too. And I know that I've gone through hard seasons and I've come out the other side a worse version of myself and it sucks. And looking back on those seasons in my life where I realized, you know what? I didn't use the situation as leverage to grow. I instead used it to actually become less of who I hoped I'd be. It's realizing how much more momentum would I have behind me at this point in my life had I not given up, had I not been apathetic, had I not gone bitter, had I not had a victim mentality. And in those past seasons, it's realizing it didn't serve me. It felt good in the moment, kind of, but it cost me far more than what it gave me. And having gone through seasons like that and not choosing to grow, I think that's part of the reason why I feel so passionate in telling you to fight, to fight, to be intentional, to use whatever you're facing in your season of life for you. And to think about when that season's over, if you have a date of when you know Whatever it is you're walking through is going to be over. Think about how you're going to feel on that day. And then think about how much better of a version of yourself you are standing at the end compared to where you were and how you felt when you started. And that visual, let it fuel you with the fire and the passion to say, I'm becoming her. I want to be like her at the end because I see myself and who I'm going to be. And that's the version I want to become. And I know God's going to get me there. So I'm going to fight like hell to become that version and grow and be intentional and seek after what's good, even in what sucks, because that's going to be worth it. And I'm going to use this as momentum to become like the people I admire in my life. And the people we admire in our life have character. They have grit. They have joy. They have energy. They have a perspective and a character that we want. And it's a beautiful thing to want that. But you don't get it without walking through seasons that are challenging. That's what I've learned. It's especially what I've learned from people that I admire. It doesn't just happen. And it doesn't just happen through good season after good season after good season. Yeah, the character, like I said, can be there in those seasons. But when it's really developed, when it really comes forward, and when it really starts to reflect itself in your life, it's when things get hard. And it's having a realistic perspective for myself. This is me preaching to myself. This whole episode is basically. But it's having a perspective for myself to realize if I want to be like those women that I admire in my life, I got to do the work. And it doesn't make me fearful for hard things that are going to happen in my life. It helps me realize, you know what, I'm going to use them so that it gets me closer to the woman I want to become. To end this podcast episode, I want to share with you one of my favorite verses for when I'm going through a hard thing. And I specifically love this verse because... In some ways, it gives me my why. It gives me my why of why God would allow things to happen that I didn't ask for 
or that I prayed would not happen. And they still did. And the encouragement I received from this verse makes me not feel so alone in those hard seasons because it reminds me that God knew I was going to go through it, but he wanted me to know that it's not for nothing. And even if I don't exactly know the why and the how come, I at least have this encouragement to know what is this producing in me. The verse is Romans 5, 3 through 5, and it says, But we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Years ago when I was in college, I studied the book of Romans. And I remember for the first time I read this verse and I realized, wow, that's why hard things happen. Is because the suffering, the difficulty, it produces endurance. Endurance is that fight to keep going, that fight to know there's purpose, the fight to know that we get to choose who we're becoming day after day, whether things are good or whether things are bad. And that endurance, that intention of continuing to walk through what's painful and to have passion to allow it to be used for us and not against us, that endurance produces our character. And that character. When we're refined and we're who we're proud to be because of what we've gone through, it produces hope. And over time, that character makes hope even easier. And those two women I talked about earlier, they are probably the two most hope-filled women I have ever been around, especially when they're walking through hard seasons. And then when I'm walking through hard seasons, I depend on their faith because I'm further behind than where they're at. And I got a lot of years to get to where I want to be. So it's realizing that the suffering, the hard thing, I promise you God's using it. I promise you God will never waste an experience. He makes no mistakes. He's not shocked. He's not surprised. He's grieving with you for sure. He sees every tear and he cries him with you. But he's saying, I know what the circumstance is going to do to her and it's going to grow her and it's going to fill her with the character I want her to have and the type of character I know she wants to. There's purpose in your pain. And if you really don't feel that today, that's where I was when I wrote down all these thoughts. I didn't feel grateful. I was having a pity party. I was pissed. I was sad. I was crying. There was a lot. So I started to write because I told myself, if this situation is for nothing, then I'm really going to suffer through it. But instead, as I was writing and I forced myself to think about what good is happening in the midst of something I prayed never would, my perspective shifted and I realized, okay, I see my mission. I see my purpose. I'm going to grow through this and I'm going to fight as hard as I can to use this situation to grow me more into the person I know I want to become. Because if I get to the end of this, if I get through the end of that season and it's over and I'm not dealing with it anymore, but I don't like who I am or I'm disappointed on how 
I let that situation shape me into not necessarily a version I don't like anymore, but maybe instead of using it to be better, I'm now further from who I want to be, that that'll make the suffering even harder to process. I sincerely hope and I pray that this episode encouraged you today. I know some of you personally are walking through really hard seasons, and I can't be with all of you sitting across from you encouraging you each week, but let this podcast be a reminder that I know there's purpose to what you're going through, and I am here to cheer you on and share with you perspectives that I have learned through the hard seasons I've gone through, because if we need encouragement in the good seasons of life, then I will show up for sure and encourage you if you are in a hard season, because that's especially when we need it the most. You're going to get through whatever it is you're facing. And I believe if you allow it, you'll be a version of yourself at the end of it that you're going to be extremely proud of. And there's joy in that. 